Hi, this is Ann Robertson, the Executive Director of the Massachusetts Bible Society, and this is the Spirit Walkers Devotion for Sunday, July 20th, 2008. Where is the time going? Anyway, today's devotion comes from the Gospel of Matthew in the 6th chapter, uh, verse 26. Jesus is speaking. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Gatsby, my cat, has obviously been up nights reading the Gospel of Matthew, because he obeyed this command to look at the birds of the air, and made special note that, thanks to God's provision, they were well fed. Reading further that he was of more value than they, Gatsby made the quick calculation that no one would mind if he had one of them for lunch. And so it was that I heard a great squawking late yesterday afternoon and saw a turn in distress flat against the storm door with the cat holding its outstretched wing to the ground with a paw. Now, I know all about the food chain, but I still object to watching it in action. Since I couldn't open that door without further injury to the bird, I ran out the other door, scooped up the cat to deposit him indoors, and then tried to figure out what to do. To make a long story a bit shorter, after watching the turn for some time in the yard, it was evident that although I wasn't able to see any outward wounds, the bird could neither fly nor walk, although it hobbled a bit from time to time. With the sun setting, he was surely going to be eaten up by something else there on the ground. So I got him in a towel-lined box and put him out on the deck, which was the only place I could figure to put him, where the cat wouldn't get him inside and something else wouldn't get him outside. After several calls to wildlife rehab people last night, I got some instructions on getting him set up for the night until I could get him to a place that could properly care for him sometime today. Well, sadly, he didn't make it. He was asleep and breathing when I got up at 7.30 this morning and checked on him, but half an hour later he was gone. So I had a little funeral for him and buried him down by the water that his little webbed feet loved. Looking over his body more carefully in death, I still couldn't see puncture wounds of any kind, although it did seem like he probably had both a broken leg and a broken wing. But what I ended up reflecting on in these hours since were the words of one of the bird rehab specialists who noted that birds can die of stress. Certainly this poor bird had that, and part of my distress was knowing that my rescue efforts contributed to that. Although I dutifully explained everything I was doing to the turn, he seems to have slept through English class and didn't understand a word. Despite all my reassurances, he seemed to think I was a threat when I picked him up to put him in the box, added the heating pad and the water to his box, etc. I can't say for sure that it was stress that killed him, but I do know that at least some of the stress he experienced was unnecessary. If he'd known to trust me, at least he could have been spared that. As I thought about that, I realized I do it way too often. Despite all the places in the Bible that implore me to trust God, when I'm wounded and life is uncertain, I lose the ability to discern who God has sent to help me and who's a cat waiting to pounce on my weakness. At those times, everything hurts, and since sometimes getting to safety involves more pain than staying put, if I just use my own sense of comfort to guide me, 
I'm quite likely to go wrong. That's why they call it faith. We're just not sure and have to find it within ourselves to lay back and trust that God is at work for our good. Of course, we can choose to worry about it instead, but the stress could kill us. Would you pray with me? God of the wounded, help us find the faith we need to trust. Amen. 